Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. All right, we're good. We'll get started. You guys want to come in? We're going to play with some toys. Woo! I think they're doing calisthenics instead. Yeah, right. So my name is Max Altentag. I'm uh, online. I'm the Melantag. Um, uh, so this is a very, very basic, like, I almost feel like you may think I am talking down to you at some point, because this is like, if you've never seen a camera before, this is, it's almost at that level, but not quite. We're not going to talk about how to, like, point and shoot and things. Um, so I have been collecting action figures my entire life, and then in high school, I had a spare slot for a class, and the guidance counselor said, well, why don't you take photography? You're already taking art and ceramics. This is the third art class. Like, oh, okay, that sounds like fun. So I started, and you, know, you do the regular photography things that you do in, in class, and I believe it was the subject, the teacher wanted us to take pictures of feet. And so after I got really grossed out taking some pictures on my dad's feet, I was like, well, now I should do some, like, I got some really cool action figure feet, because it was um, it was the, the late 90s, and Todd McFarlane was doing these incredible sculptures that he called toys, and, you know, you could buy them at Toys R Us, so I was like, oh, this must be an action figure, I can buy this. And so I was taking pictures of that figure's toys, and it kind of evolved into the rest of the figure, and so I turned it in, turned the feet in as the assignment, and then the next day I came back and was like, hey, I want to do this and take pictures of these things, these toys. And the art teacher was like, oh, you're interested in doing whatever it is? Here, please do whatever you want. So I got run of the photography lab and just took it over with lots and lots of toys. And so that's how I got into action figure photography. Um, but then after high school, you know, there wasn't really a medium to do anything with it until... About five years ago, my friend said, hey, have you heard of this thing called Instagram? And I was like, I haven't, please tell me more. And she's like, oh, it's an app like Facebook, but you take pictures. It's like, I love taking pictures of toys. She's like, well, you should do it. So that's how I got started on Instagram, and it has taken off, and now uh, that's, that's my hobby and sort of my shtick, and that's what I do. So I thought I would bring it to the people and get more people involved and this is, you know, it almost legitimizes your action figure collection. Because you can tell me, no, I take pictures of these toys. I don't just sit and play with them. 
So, but that's all I do, so it's okay. Um, so we're gonna divide this into two parts. The first is basic photography skills. Um, so we're gonna talk rule of thirds, how to make a good background, and, and keeping pictures in focus. Um, and then we'll move on to sort of Instagram 101, and we're talking about things like hashtags and when to post and who to post to and different things like that, um, sort of to help you get out there because it's you know there's billions and billions of people on Instagram posting pictures, and so I want to kind of key you into the right people to get connected with because it, um, it's a really if you can get plugged in and you can get like a group of followers, it, it, you can turn it into. Um, it sounds really weird, but you can turn it into like a group of friends who kind of share the same passions as you, and you can plug into people that are like, oh yeah, that obscure Inks toy from the, you know, oh yeah, I love that, here's some pictures of, of my collection, and you know, you get to, you know, meet these people, and um, you can, you know, you get to a base of, of friends that, you know, you, you never actually meet in real life, but they're, there's some good people out there, and um, I had a, a really, really just terrible year, and Instagram was one of the things that I latched on to kind of help me through it, and there was a lot of people that are like, hey, you're doing great, just keep up the good work. So I sort of found solace in that. So, um, so like I said, photographic basics, rule of thirds, background, and focus. Uh, and if this is like really too basic for you, I'm really sorry. Um, but it gets a little more interesting as we move along, I hope. So rule of thirds, the idea is the human brain doesn't like to see a symmetric picture. It likes it to be off, sort of on one side or the other. So and um, if you have a phone, you can turn on this like grid so you know how to place your picture and make it really, really excellent. You want to hit these, uh, you want to hit these, uh, four points here, and that's where you want your subject to be. Um, and that's sort of where your eye is instantly drawn to on pictures. You don't want to picture your center here, unless you're going for like something really, like that's what you really want, is it to be totally, totally off and very centralized and very symmetric. Uh, but otherwise you want to try to you want to try to avoid sort of the area, the center, and hit these three spots. Um, if you forgot to take a picture or you're cropping it, you're like, oh, I wonder if I hit the center. If you post it and you double click it, lights the picture, the air, the heart will be right over the center, and then you know, be like, oh man, Melon Tuck's gonna be mad, I messed up, and then you know, but it, you can just delete it and then repost it. Um, so again, you want to hit these sort of four areas. That's you know the key areas you want to hit. Um, you can also, anywhere outside of that is also okay, but you kind of run into kind of falling off the edge of the page. Any questions so far? Um, so the next I want to talk about background. Uh, I found this picture online, um, and it's a really cool picture, but I wanted to zoom in even more on the background because uh, you know, this is just a Lego set, and the guy set it up and took a picture, but then he went beyond and just set up, like a, you can just get a glossy photo and stick it on the back of your pictures, and you made it look like, oh hey, the, the picture continues on, and 
gives you sort of a depth of field and really just in, you can dive into the world of this picture. Um, and that's, that's also kind of my philosophy. I like pictures that tell the story. I think the best pictures uh, do tell a story and really just immerse you into that world. So again, we'll go in a little deeper so you can see like that you really went all the way. Um, or you can go completely the opposite and get just no background at all. And just, um, you, know, you can either build a light box or, uh, which is what I did here, or you can even just set up just a white piece of paper with some lights to get a, just a plain background. And that really brings, you, know, you can see, brings all the characters into the front and they don't get, nothing gets lost in the background. Um, and then, all right, so uh, focus. So obviously, this picture here, you can see, um, put the emphasis on the predator, not on the alien. So he's in focus, the alien isn't. But also, it's just an idea to you know, just take the five seconds and make sure your picture is in focus. Because this, this turns into a personal pet peeve um, where I just, people will take a picture. I was like, that's a really cool picture, but it's just so blurry, I can't. I can't, I can't handle it. So, you know, just take a few seconds, auto-select on your phone. Um, actually, with the iPhones, there's a neat feature where if you double tap on the subject, it'll lock on the focus onto that subject. And you have to do, if you're going really small, you have to do it a couple of times. But you can, um, you can just lock onto that picture and then if you want to, you know, move your phone around to get a better angle, it'll keep the, the picture, the, uh, the subject in focus, while the rest of the background is out of focus. So you won't be constantly shifting and be like, oh, I missed that great shot. It'll stay in focus. Um, another trick is to just bring your toys everywhere. Uh, I bring them on vacation. It, it drives my, my wife nuts. Uh, my kids love it though, because they're like, man, I wish I had brought my Star Wars. Like, it's like, well, I brought mine. You want to, you know, we can share. But I need these three right now. So I guess it drives them a little nuts too. But just bring them anywhere. I mean, if you're going to Disneyland, take some, I mean, Disney owns everything. So you can just bring all of your action figures. Um, and then you're know, going to the beach, bring, bring Aquaman or Joker and Batman with their floaties. Um, and it's just, it, it, it's, it adds that much more fun to what you're doing because it should never be, I mean, it's a hobby. It should be fun, it should be exciting. You know, constantly thinking. I brought my box of toys that I went through and refilled as well. So, you know, bring bring them everywhere. Take pictures everywhere. Um, you'll get that question a lot. Like, what are you doing? Are you taking pictures of toys? And then you tell them, Yeah, I am. And I, you know, this is what I do. And some people are like, Okay, and just move on. But other people, you know, get a big smile out of it. You've totally made their day. Uh, fun story. I went to. I was at Reed Park at the zoo just shooting fun photos around and it was apparently there's a, a photo group that comes through in the morning and they're like, oh, taking pictures of toys and they like sat down and were taking pictures of the scenes that I had set up. So I was like, okay. So, you know, it's something, it's something fun everyone can enjoy. Uh, so yeah, bring your toys everywhere because uh, you never know when inspiration will strike. You never know when something, you'll see something cool or, you know, if you're going somewhere different, you want that interesting background. Uh, so any questions on photography basics? All right, so we're going to move into Instagram basics. 
Um, so we're going to kind of talk about uh, so what to post. Um, obviously, things that you're interested in. Don't post something you have absolutely no idea about. I mean, unless it looks really cool. But because then you'll you'll inevitably get that one internet troll that's like, oh, this is this person. They have these set of powers. You did it wrong and. Nothing, nothing bumps you out than that one nerdy guy that's like, I am smarter than you and I will prove it. So, you know, be sure to, to avoid that and post things that you're interested in, you know about, and, you know. Uh, also, things that are timely, we'll get into more about that. Um, and everyone loves funny things. I'm not a funny guy, so I can't give you advice on like, this is really funny, you should post this. Uh, but every once in a while, I'll come up with something that I get a chuckle out of, no one thinks it's funny. And then I'll post something like, that I, just like, oh, this is a cool picture, and everyone's like, oh, that's hilarious. I was like, oh, I got left out of the chat. So, um, but going back to Timely, uh, I pulled, right now, everyone's talking about the Joker. I was super disappointed that I didn't see at least 10 Jokers out on the floor, but I just pulled like three pictures of different people pulling from their Joker collection. Um, and I got their uh, their handles on the top if you, you know, want to follow. This guy's really cool. He takes the old like uh, Kenner action figures and puts them in new, like modern up-to-date displays or reenacts scenes from the newer movies. Um, so, you know, he's obviously posting Joker pictures. Uh, this guy also posting Joker pictures and um, Posting pictures, you know, he kid bashed his own Joker minifigures and like just set the world ablaze with his, you know, reimaginings of the movie with playing figures. So um, if you, you know, try to hit what's in sort of the zeitgeist of what's going on in the world, what's in the, you know, happening in pop culture. Um, I mean, you could fall really far down the rabbit hole and, you know, set, there was a point where I was trying to like set up like, all right, this month is only Star Wars and the next month's only gonna be whatever the next thing was and just planned it out that way and just got to be too much. And it, it took over, so I had to take a step back. I was like, no, oh, this is what I really, I don't wanna just focus on that one thing. I wanna focus on everything that I find interesting. Um, oh, so funny picture. I just thought it was a cute idea and then everyone's like, oh, this is great. Batman, come on, come on, Aquaman on the fishing line. <laughs> yes. Uh, so how often to post? Uh, I try to do at least once a day. Uh, there was a while where um, I was doing six, and it got to be like like a lot. I, I also may have neglected work for a couple of days and just go and take photos. <laughs> And then they got to be like, Max, where were you today? I was like, I was in the back just taking taking photographs. They didn't, they didn't like that answer. So uh, once a day, you know, a nice clean shot that's really, uh, you know, in the zeitgeist of what's going on or something you really want to share. Uh, that's what I try to do. Um, uh, we're going to get into who to follow or who, who to post with, but... Um, the best times to post are in the morning because you know you post in the morning then just when you look at Instagram oh I get look at Instagram the first thing I do once I get settled at work is I pull it up and go through and be like oh this is what I missed so 
conveniently like nine o'clock is when most people are checking Instagram. So you post before then or post then, then you know you're sure to get your picture noticed. Um, or the so this group, uh, the top four are a group of uh, toy community. Uh, they're sorry. Their um, Instagram page, and they just highlight people that are, you know, following them and, and pushing their hashtag, and they find the best picture of that day, and they repost it, and then they're like, oh yeah, this is the new, you know, this is the best picture of the day. Like and subscribe. Um, so they, these guys, do post their picture uh, eight o'clock every night. Or sorry, they post it before eight. They're like seven o'clock, and then at eight, they give you a hashtag within the picture that they just post. So let me back up. Okay. So Toy Pops Three is a good example. Uh, they post pretty regularly, like six, seven o'clock. They'll post a picture, and it's their their pop of the day, their picture of the day, and they say, "All right, this is our picture of the day," and you know, these are the rules of what you want to do. So you post a picture and they give you a special hashtag, the hashtag of the day, and it's usually like uh, TCB, and then whatever the picture is up. So it's a picture, like one of the examples was a picture of the Joker. So, you know, Toy Crew Buddies, TCB, underscore, last laugh, or the Joker, or whatever it is, and that's your hashtag. So you have to post at eight o'clock, and then your picture with that hashtag. And then you go, once you post your picture, you go back, you follow that hashtag, or you look through the hashtag, and everyone that's posted, you kind of, you know, they ask you to like every picture. I feel that's too much for my artistic integrity, but if you don't have that, or you're, you know, bear in mind, a lot of pictures are really good, so it's not like you're hitting just a bunch of scuzzy pictures. Um, but, you know, you go through and they ask you to like all the pictures, and then, you know, if you find something you really like, you follow that person, or you leave a comment saying like, oh, that was the coolest Joker picture I've ever seen, or like, oh, I used to have that toy when I was a kid, and then those comments lead to conversations, and that's how you sort of, you build a rapport with someone across the country that's also collecting, you know, mask toys from the 80s, or like, they have the the one Cobra Commander that you missed at the she had Joe Comica or whatever, you know, and they can, you know, give you hot tips like, oh, hey, I just went into my Walgreens and they got the newest mini mates in. You should check out yours, see if they're in, or, you know. So you get, in that way, you build this community with these guys and gals um, around, the, uh, around the web. And, it, you know, it's a real, because Tucson's very small and there's not a lot of, like, toy collectors around. And if they are, they might not be into exactly what you're watching. What you're interested in, I know every exterminator that comes to the house always comments on like, oh, you got a huge shelf of toys. And so then we talk about action figures and they never collect the same things that I do. They're always doing something else, but we always have that rapport of like, oh yeah, our wives hate this collection, but this is totally cool. So we nerd out for 10 minutes, but it's that, but on a larger scale. So, um, in that respect, it's really a rewarding experience, and it's fun to meet people. I mean, even if it's virtually, that are as passionate as you about about something. Um, so I recommend uh, following these guys, uh, Toy Pops and Toy Poison and Toy Picasso. They post every day, 
Um, the Toy Syndicate, they do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, but if you can hit all four of those, then you've exposed yourself to, you know, like thousands of people are gonna look at your picture that might not otherwise have, have done it. Um, and then Epic Toy Art, all, all five of these guys do a really good job of cycling through, and if they see someone that has a really good picture that's a newer member, they bring it up and, and feature it, as it were. Um, so that's always really nice. Uh, Epic Toy Art, they just kind of go through on a daily basis and post like, hey, here's some five of our favorite pictures from today. Um, and then on all of their, uh, their summaries of their pages, they give you more information about like, hey, this is how you post and when to post. And so if you just go along and, and find them, then you can, if you completely forget what I just said, because it made no sense, they'll explain it better with actual words. Um, so I caught up on it a couple times, our hashtags, that's, you know, the number sign is, is a hashtag. In case you guys didn't know, it took me a while to figure that one out. Um, and Instagram allows you uh, to post, I believe it's up to 15 hashtags in your picture. Um, most blogs say only do five. I say that's nuts. Do all 15. If they allow you to post more, do it. It doesn't matter. Just go nuts. Um, because each hashtag is essentially a portal for someone to jump on and follow you. So, um, so here, so you know, you post your picture. I post Lego photography, so I'll post like our first example with Tony Stark crash. You know, hashtag Lego, hashtag Avengers, because the movie had just come out, hashtag Endgame, you know, whatever you can think of. And then once you get stuck with pictures that are actually relevant to, or sorry, hashtags that are actually relevant to your pictures, I go on to Google and be like, hey, what are the best Lego hashtags? And they list, like, these are the ones that are trending right now. And so I'll just cut and paste them into my feed. And that way, you know, whether you're in, whether you're a Lego fan or Lego Instagram, you find, you know, your group. Um, and I've even, I've gone so far as to figure out that like, well, this is in English. What about all the guys in the Ukraine that are taking Lego, Lego pictures? Uh, so I went through, you know, hashtag Lego, I did a deep dive and found people that were, their names were in Cyrillic and I was like, well, that's too many consonants, I'm gonna definitely follow you. And, you know, I just cut and pasted their hashtags. And so then I was able to start getting like, hey, I can hit those Ukrainians and bring them into the fold of the melon tuck. So, you know, go, whatever you need to do just to get it out there, go for it. Because, um, yeah, I mean, that's how, you, that's how you meet people, that's how you get your art out there, that's how you gather, you know, gather a following. Uh, is, is through hashtags. So, you know, Google, Google, Google knows all, so just ask it. Um, any questions about hashtags? About Instagram? Uh, yeah, because that was, that was the end of my slideshow. I guess I ran really short. Um, two rockets here. Okay. Yes. Um, 
Oh yeah, my setup. So um, for the past, so as I said, I've been on Instagram for about five years. For those first four, I was just using my iPhone for, for everything. I found it versatile. It was easy because I always had it with me. Um, and then I was carrying, you know, my, my creative toys as well. So wherever I would go and I would see something like, oh, that's a really cool background that would make a neat setup, just take a picture. Um, I, the, um, I think all smartphones are at the point where they're just, they're that, I mean, when you get to the DSR, yeah, then they're sort of the step beyond. But for the, when I grew up, my parents had those, you know, point and shoot photo cameras and I had, it took, it took me a couple years, but I finally convinced my dad he does not need those cameras anymore. This is better. And it literally took just be like, this has nine pixels. Your phone has eight. Just take this. So, then, you know, this is a, it's weird to think, but this is a better camera than the point and shoot. Um, so, and they, they're neat, some neat, real cool photo apps that you can do. Um, I, I'm super cheap because I spend all my money on Legos, so I don't buy a lot of apps. Um, and I use a lot of free, of the free apps and they, they work really good. Instagram works great just to edit the photos. Um, I invested in a little, some LED lights. Uh, this one switches on. I don't want to blind anybody here. But I put it on a tripod so you know, you can get these really cool shots. Because uh, sometimes it's fun just to play around with the lighting of the, of the picture and just to see where, where it takes you. Um, so now I am shooting with a, uh, a Nikon. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's a D3500. Uh, I got two lenses on here. This is the regular lens. Um, I did get a micro lens just because I'm shooting such small little photography, little Legos. I was like, oh, I really you know, want to get in close with them. And uh, that's how I did this guy here. Let's go back to the. So that's, that's how I was able to get so close on Tony, especially because he, he had such detail on him, which is really cool for for Lego to be making these detailed, intricate toys. Um, and that's that's usually my setup. That's usually what I do. Um, maybe next year we'll do tutorial light boxes if you guys are like, yeah, let's do that. Because it's, I mean, uh, what I did is just went on YouTube and typed how to make a light box. And, you know, a you know, hundred things came up and I, you know, did the first 10. I was like, okay. I kind of know what to do, so you know, with with that kind of thing as well. Sometimes it's a matter of typing in how to do it um, with other people that you're following. If you really like their stuff, just reach out to them and be like, "Hey, how'd you set up that shot?" Um, a lot of people have been. Um, what I was doing is the Instagram allows you to do a, a story feature, and you know, you post. In addition to the picture you post, you can post you know, a 10 second clip. So um, what I've been doing is take the shot, post the shot, and the next day post the story of, hey, this is how I did it, and sort of you know, a 10 second video of just moving around, showing how I set up the shot, where the lights are situated and all that stuff. Um, and so that's been a lot of fun. A lot of people have just been including it in their picture, and then you swipe, and then they show you just the setup. And, and everyone, you know, not everyone, but everyone else, a lot of people are really nice and they're like, 
open to, hey, I got a question, how did you, what, what is that toy? They loved that one. Or, you know, how did you do that setup? And they're happy to sort of show you that. And, you know, everyone loves to explain their craft. So, very, you know, people generally, especially with toy photography, people are really nice and easygoing and happy to share. Um, I know, you know, obviously I'm clearly involved in the LEGO community. There, there are a lot of really nice people and are happy to share like, oh, hey, this is how I set up this picture or this is how they, they're really stingy about giving away how they built it. They're like, no, I spent 20, you know, 20 hours building this setup. I'm not gonna, you know, give you instruction manual, but they're usually good about like giving you detailed pictures or if they use a really crazy building technique, they're like, oh yeah, this is how I did it. Um, and yeah, so it's toy photography. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you can ask me after the panel because I'm in this room for I guess another half hour. Um, or you can find me online again on the Melon Tuck. Uh, that's it. If you guys have any questions? Enjoy your stay at Comic Con. Yeah. I was gonna say, what's the first setup that you took a photo of? Do you the remember? First, yeah, I do. Um, I, I went immediately to Legos and got. I had set up four spacemen with electric guitars, just sitting there <laughs> rocking out. And I was like, yeah, these are the Space Beatles, and, and I, I developed this whole story in my mind. And then posted this picture only to realize, like, oh, you look at it, you know, five years later, and it's just four Lego guys with guitars. I actually went went back and kind of found some of my old pictures and redid them sort of as I wanted them to. So Lego made Beatles, the actual, you know, Fab Four. So I took their heads and put them in the spacesuits and redid the whole thing. So I was like, yeah, this is amazing. This is what I wanted. <laughs> what is the favorite background that you've shot? Um, at the it's either the Reed Park Zoo in the um, South America area, where I think they renamed it the Jungle. Uh, they have really nice bamboo. I like there also at the Tucson Mall. Up on the top of where REI is, they have a waterfall. That's also really nice. Uh, but they turn that off sometimes. It's only seasonal. So. But if you um, scroll through, a lot of the times you can figure out, like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I know where this is. Someone's hanging out at the mall again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Where's your best place to find random figures? Uh, you mean besides the Comic Con? Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Um, Bef before and after con season. Uh, um, usually at um, Toys Inc. They have a nice set setup, but usually I just like to wait because I know that they're gonna get the real really good fake minifigures at the Comic-Con, <laughs> So, or um, she's actually, Toys Inc's been doing a cool thing where they bring in sort of the vendors from the cons to her store mm. every once in a while. So in there, um, Tony from uh, Old Pueblo has a good selection. He comes up all the time, so. 
other than that, there's the the mercantile on Speedway uh, in Columbus in one of the shops they have a bunch of figures but they were like oh, if I wait a couple months I can get them cheaper so, Uh, oh, yeah, let's see. So, my favorite one is called Pixmix. Uh, there's a free version of it, which works really well. It allows you to do um, uh, take pictures and then edit them out so it looks like they're flying or floating in air. Um, let me. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. So you can edit. This was is rogue. Obviously, I didn't throw it in the air and take a picture. Um, <laughs> so you take. Essentially, two pictures: one with Rogue, and you have, you know, a little piece here that you're holding onto to make her look like she's flying. And then the other picture is without her. And then you take Pixmix and you use it just to edit out this area here. And since you have that plain background, you essentially layer the two photos and you just edit out the background. So you, you know, makes it look like she's flying through space. And then the the light effect is an app called Lens FX. And that one has cool like lens flares. And you know, when, when Star Trek came out, I was like, oh, copy JJ Abrams and that has a lot of lens flares. <laughs> and then I realized that I, just like JJ, put up too many lens flares. <laughs> um, but you can uh, I, I did a lot with the Lego spaceships because those look really cool. They were just floating in the air. Um, so you, you can also set up a shot where one, you know, one picture, one figure's standing, and then the other one's flying, and then again, you just. Take two pictures, one with just your space woman, the other one with Marceline and space woman, and then when you layer them across, you just edit out the back. Pixmix. Oh, I can't connect my phone to the thing. Right. I can't do this though. Uh, it's, it's this app right here. And it's a photo editing tool. I think that one, there's a free version, but it, I found that I used it enough where it was worth, I think, the dollar or two that it costs to, 
I know I said I don't pay for apps. That one I actually paid for because it was like it was really worth it. This one again. Uh, this one over here, Alien Skies. That one is with lens effects. They're made by the same company. They also have some lens flares that you can throw on there. You can also do um, fun backgrounds with um, like planets and and space and stuff. So that's also pretty cool if you want to get like you know build that background. That's a good app for it. What was that one? Lens? Okay. Uh, Alien Sky and Lens Effects. Those are two. And they're they're also fun because you go, you get bored, you can just take a picture. Uh, I was doing ones where you know people would take like their vacation pictures, and then I would add in dinosaurs and aliens <laughs> just flying in the background and send it back and be like, this is a weird shot, man. Why did you tell us about the alien invasion? They did not find it as amusing as I did, but <laughs> Page, page two of my phone. Uh, so here's lens effects right here. And um, I think with lens effects and alien skies, it's like they give you, you can add up to five layers of things and if you want more, you have to buy them. And if you want some of their other specialty stuff, those you have to pay extra for. But I found that the basic stuff that they offer is, is really good. Um, also, this one, Quick Shot, uh, is really cool. It's also free. Um, and that one, they'll take like this shot. We could send it through Quick Shot, and they would fill in the white background with different skies. It's like pre-rendered, really nice sunsets or just cloudy skies. So it's like, oh, that again fills in that background, makes the picture, you know, stand out, tell a different story. Um, and you know you can edit how much of it you want, and this and that. You can also do cool um, uh, different other effects like uh, sparks or uh, glitter, if you would like. Um, this one I got, I fell really hard into the into the uh, rabbit hole on that one for a while, <laughs> and um, oh, I think you know, here. Got two examples. So here we got one. Actually, one where it's just the background. So this is just the picture. This is just the photo that I took, and then um, here. Send it through the app. And then made it. So here's the original picture, and then here is with the background. So, you know, it turns, uh, still a cool picture, you know, Ninja Girl fighting all the ninjas, but kind of really adds something to it and gives it a little more, you know, zing. Um, and so with this one as well, I set up a, this one I also took the video of, uh, it's just 10, did I send the right one? Yeah, here we go. So this is a 10 second 
just a 10 second clip of how I set it up because it, you know, it looks like she's standing on the spearhead, but in reality, it's just Lego trickery. <laughs> she's, nice. you know, there's a, I pulled out a peg and she can just you know, fly off of that. But I got the camera positioned in such a way where you, you wouldn't normally see that. Um, which is kind of the, the fun thing with Legos. You, know, you, can, you can build a background and then have it coming out and have the figures essentially flying off. Um, also with some of the six inch figures and three to three quarter inch, they'll, they'll sell you the stand with it as well. And if you can bend it in such a way, you can do, you know, and with your camera in such a way, you can make it so it's not even there. Or since I'm lazy, I'll just send it through PixMix and then just edit, edit it out. So it's like, I don't know, Captain America's clearly just flying through the air with a shield. There's no flight stand on that. <laughs> you guys need to, need to see those apps again? Yeah. Okay. So we're all downloading them now. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> okay. First one was how you spell Pixmix. And it's P I C M I X. It looks like this. Yeah. At the very bottom, I just down finished downloading. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, and then um, if you get either Alien Sky over here or Lens Effects, um, you'll see they have links to one another, and in some cases you can open. In an alien sky, and then bring it over to, ooh, excuse me, two lens effects. Because alien sky, as the name sounds, has more like skies of aliens, so it has more like planets and stars and uh, and comets and things like that. Whereas lens effects has the, the dinosaurs you can throw in the background or the helicopters and the tanks. Alien sky copyright. No way. Is that? Yeah. There's not okay. a free version? What? Oh, I led you astray. There's not a free version? Or they're hiding it really well. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, they want what they want you to do is is buy the bundle of all of them. Oh, see I already have it. I can't I can't look at it anymore. What do you use for the solid backgrounds? Just paper. Um well I I built a light box, but what you can do is just, yeah, um, you know, large sheets of white paper, just kind of curve them as you set them up. And yeah, that, that works just as well. Um, and again, you know, you can always go online and just go to YouTube and type in like, you know, white background setup, or, um, you know, if you find someone online and you like what they're doing, be like, hey, how did you get that background? And they'll, you know, if they're nice, hopefully they'll show you around what they kind of did. Um, but I know, like some of the YouTubers that review toys, like at first I was like, oh, this is really professional. They must have like a light box as well. And you know, one time the camera slipped a little, and it's like, oh no, it's just like you know, eight or eleven by twelve piece of paper. They just kind of curved off the back, and I was. You know, literally just two reading lamps set up. I was like, oh man, you just ruined my dream. <laughs> this is just some kid in the basement. What is going on here? You don't let anybody on YouTube these days. <laughs> Where'd you find the LED light? Uh, this one, uh, Tempe Camera up in Phoenix. 
was going through there and they had just gotten a, oh no, sorry, this one, Amazon. But I also found some at Tempe Camera or at the, actually like, the, the camera stores and uh, maybe at Jones they'll have some, but at the, the other camera stores they really focus on just cameras, not on lights, which I was kind of bummed about. But yeah, Amazon. And I think this this guy was only five bucks, and the stand I found at Walgreens, which was also only like five bucks. So yeah. You got the signal. Right. I'm just gonna wipe it right back. Yeah. Now. Um. All right. Any other questions? You came in late. Did you have all the questions? No, you filled it in. Okay. All right. <laughs> you ever print out any of your? Uh, uh, I did. The the loft did a Bill Murray fest a couple years ago and they were looking for art submissions. I was like, oh, I got a Bill Murray Lego. So I recreated some fun Ghostbuster scenes and printed them out and set them up there. That, that's as far as I've gotten. The people, I mean, I've seen other people that have gone, you know, they, they, they've set up their own uh, store where you can just print on, print out the actual picture or get it printed on mugs or anything like that. I was like, oh, wow. So, I mean, there, there are ways to monetize these things, apparently. I just haven't figured that out. Or I've always decided like, oh, no one wants my Lego figures on a mug. That sounds weird. <laughs> Great job on the turtles one. Oh, thank you. Yep, at um, Tucson Mall. So there may be new or better ones. I just haven't, you know, once you find something and it works, I haven't really tinkered with anything else. And play around. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've also found a lot of people just, you know, run their pictures into Adobe and do real, really cool stuff. And then that I feel bad asking, like, how did you do that? Where do you get that lightsaber effect? Is that how? No, I sat on my computer for 20 minutes and did it. Like, oh, okay. I feel bad. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's amazing what you can do with 400 hours of work. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Five minutes. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story.
Thank you for listening. Hello, this is Eric. And Wendy Strzok with Stone Valley Hobby and Games. We sell board games, card games, role-playing games, and supplies. We have thousands of Magic the Gathering cards available, carry Kickstarter products, and work with veteran-owned small businesses to bring you our own line of products. We are a small business retailer, but we offer competitive prices, a loyalty system, and free shipping on orders over $100. As a military veteran myself, I'm a strong supporter of our armed forces, their families, and contractors out there doing the hard job. So any order from an AA, AE, or EP address will be shipped absolutely free. Remember, StoneValleyGames.com, where we take your leisure seriously.